0: Welcome to the Six Hats podcast, where I, Dr. Shami, a lifestyle and nutritional medicine family doctor, will talk about how women strive to find balance each day by juggling their six roles, being a woman, mother, daughter, partner, business owner, and professional. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Six Hats podcast. And today I'm really, really excited to have Ingrid from Journal with Ingrid. Now, this is journal writing facilitator, and a well-being coach. Now, she helps people from individuals, groups, and organizations to look after their well-being and navigate life's ups and downs with a tool, a guided journal writing framework. Now, Ingrid believes we all have the answers within us, which I love saying, and her step-by-step journal process called Diving for Pearls enables people to create pockets of time to self-reflect in a transformative way so i'm really excited to dive into this with you ingrid so welcome thank you so much for having me excellent ingrid so as always i love i'm just so curious about your journey into journaling and why you felt you really had to share with so many people the benefits of journaling what were you seeing First of all, I never planned to
1: share it (laughs) in the very beginning. I was just an avid journaler for myself. And I always used it as a bit of a soothing tool when I needed it. And usually when it was during a bit of a tough time or, you know, just trying to navigate life and work things out. And a few years ago, pre-COVID, a few years before that, I was going through a bit of a tough time and I was journaling away and I had this feeling that I'd written about the same thing in the same way over and over again. And I don't normally reread my journal entries and this particular day I did. So I flicked back through and I was so surprised to discover how often I was on this repeat of stressful style thinking, going round and round in circles, getting it down but not moving myself forward. And it was quite uncomfortable to sort of sit with that realisation to go, oh, no wonder you're not moving forward because you're not looking at things differently. So I think deep down, I knew there was this wonderful power in journal writing and I just sort of didn't know how to go about it. I think with my teaching background, but also with my coaching background, I am very curious. And so that particular day, I just said to myself, (laughs) I made a little commitment to be like, you're not going to put your pen down the next time you journal until you started to change the way you journal. And I didn't know what that would look like at the time. So I was journaling in a different way, little by little. And what I noticed is there became a pattern of how I could actually lean into my emotions and process them and move them myself forward. And by doing that over and over again, then I got to the point of I think it's time to share it. If it's helping me so much, I wonder what impact it would have on other people. So it was just more of that, I guess, curiosity and a beautiful opportunity came about for being able to teach or do some wellbeing sessions for some parents at a school that I'd done a a lot of teaching at. And I just jumped in and thought, give them a tool, a tool that they can take back into their life and teach the way you journal. And that's exactly what I did. So it was just step by step. I'm a learn by doing person. So as I taught each step of this, it was like five, six sort of step framework. I taught each step, gave everyone time to journal, taught the next step, gave them the time to work through it. And man, was I sweating on the inside. (laughs) And just going, I really hope this way. But anyway, by the end of the session, as we went around the room and everyone got to share just a word or two to describe how they're feeling, they went from being stressed and overwhelmed to this feeling of, I feel calm. I feel hopeful. I feel things are possible. I feel reset. I feel inspired. And it was just this incredible shift that had happened in the room. And that's where I really, really knew without a doubt, if I could facilitate people to find their answers from within and I don't have a clue what they've written about. There's something in this
0: as a tool. That's amazing because as you were speaking, I was thinking, I often recommend journaling as a tool, especially when someone's felt suffering with anxiety. It's just such a great tool. but you're so right like how you journal is actually really important, whether you remain stuck or actually are you progressing? And to be honest, do we actually know these tools? We probably don't. It's just often by quite by accident, like whether you read a great book or you find something on the internet, you go, oh, I can journal in a right way. So I'm really excited to dive in about your steps and how it really helps people. It's so inspiring. Thank you. And that's what I discovered too. There are lots of prompts out there.
1: There's not a lot of actual framework. And there is so much goodness about journaling. And like what you mentioned, lots of people recommend journaling to go, go journal, go journal. And then everyone assumes that they should know how to do it. And because it's the most personal form of writing, it can also almost feel a little bit strange to go, what, there's a framework that can guide me? Like maybe I should already know it, but actually I'm the type of cook that if I'm going to try a new dish, I follow a recipe and I'm not worried about it, but I know it guides me step-by-step. Step, so it takes the thinking out of it. And I think journaling is this incredible tool for processing your emotions. We say like, you know, it's great to learn and grow from life and we have to process our emotions in a healthy way, but how? Like when we have 60 000 to 80,000 thoughts a day, that's so much going through our mind. Journaling is such an efficient and wholesome and nurturing way if you do it in a way that will move you forward.
0: Amazing. Can we dive more into that strategy?
1: Yeah, sure. As in the step-by-step process that I use. Okay, so there's a couple of really important things when it comes to journaling. So just for the setting up, I'm just going to say very quickly, Don't go get your most beautiful notebook, okay? For people who are going to start to journal, any old notebook will do because you want to be free with exploring emotions on any given day. A great day, a not-so-great day, a mess of a moment. It needs to be that safe place. And in the perfect, beautiful books, everyone wants it to be great and happy and lovely, like a memory. Don't do it. (laughs) Old books. And if you're worried about anyone ever reading your journal, tear it up, like tear those pages up. Because what's more important is the shift that you make rather than holding onto it. So I just like to sort of say that there are things to do to set yourself up first for this permission to start journaling. It is actually really important to always give yourself that time to let go, to genuinely vent, complain, celebrate, express, whatever it is that's on your mind. It's really important to give yourself time to do that. That is like going for a walk with a friend. I always think when you've got something on your mind, when you are telling a loved one or a friend what's on your mind, you're not ready for their good ideas or feedback. The moment you start telling your story, you need that chance to get it off your chest first before you can have that a bit more of a proactive discussion or seeing things from a different perspective. So that's actually what's really important about letting go. Get it all out, but just don't leave it there. And so then my next step of the process is about diving in and it's about giving yourself that time to actually go, all right, no matter what I've been writing about, I need to sort of turn this gentle spotlight onto myself to go, I'm the only one that thinks and feels and behaves the way that I do. So I need to check in with what's going on there and why. So it's sort of exploring, like being able to label your emotions, being able to identify what you're feeling and then go, okay, what am I doing or not doing that actually adds to where I'm at? but what am I thinking? What am I telling myself that actually adds to all this, whatever I'm feeling, whether it be stress or anxiety or emotion, whatever it is. So when you allow yourself to take a deep dive, it just is quite revealing. But at the same time, there's no need to become harsh on yourself. As part of my process, I weave in a lot of compassion and forgiveness. So you can identify all of a sudden to be like, oh my gosh, I've been so afraid that I might fail or I've been telling myself that I'm not appreciated or whatever little beliefs or moments come up for you. The last thing I want you to do when you feel that way or notice it is to then be harsh on yourself to go, oh my gosh, I'm here again. Or I'm I'm still in this state or no wonder this hasn't happened. So you're weaving a little bit of forgiveness to go, oh, I can forgive you for that. Oh, that's okay that you're back in that place. And but I forgive you for thinking that way. And what that does, it just frees yourself up again to realign with your values and what's important to you before the next part of the process goes, all right, now you know that, what can you do with it? What's one small step that you can turn what you've become aware of into an opportunity for what you do want? And so you start playing with the creative side of brainstorming ideas or solutions before narrowing it down to your one main takeaway. So I'm very passionate about weaving the goodness of a journal session into your life, but in small steps. It's not about changing your whole life. It's not about things being perfect. It's just breaking it down to, a, you know, bit by bit for right now. And then the last step is actually filled with a lot of appreciation of your own self-reflection, of your own growth, because what that does, it just gets you out of your head and into your heart. And you get to feel a sense of joy for what you've become aware of, Even if you have to lean into those themes or issues or challenges many times over, but every time a shift in perspective happens, you get to celebrate it. And what that does, it frees you up to go and have another go. Just try something out, put something into motion, even if it doesn't work out or sometimes it does. So it just yeah frees you up to just keep being kind to yourself for
0: being human, really. Yeah. I love what you said, just setting up to actually journal and you've made some really important points because I often see there is a bit of a block because of judgment of what that looks like so self-compassion wow it is so true because sometimes we're the worst critic and how that affects us and that can actually just be blocking people from actually journaling that makes so much sense I can't talk about self-compassion enough I feel like I need to talk more about it
1: (laughs) to let's do it yeah (laughs) yeah Love self-compassion is so it's so important. And it's very easy to say to somebody, think kinder towards yourself, speak kinder towards yourself. But if in that moment you're not feeling it, I don't like layering things with false positivity. You actually have to get to the core of a moment to realize what you've been doing, to free yourself to go, oh, now I feel freer to be kinder towards myself because I've dealt with where it came from or I've shifted it in this moment. So you feel more empowered to actually do it in more of a place where you're coming from a
0: lighter, lighter feeling. Absolutely. And self-compassion could even be saying, I'm going to set time to journal Yeah, and say, I'm going to actually take time out and do something nice to myself. And that's what I see a lot when, you know, highly functioning, super busy, highly stressed environments to allocate time for yourself. is actually a luxury and almost guilt associated with it. So it's just reframing it to make it a priority to actually doing something for yourself and putting yourself first, which is actually a journey in itself. Totally. Actually, another little fear that sometimes comes up for
1: people to journal is because we have so much on our mind, go back to that 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, putting things on paper sometimes makes it feel more real. And it also makes it feel scary that what if I can't process it? Or what if it will take me all day to work through it because it feels so big and loud and noisy in your mind? And like, what if I I don't want to see it on the page because it makes it feel like it's real? And honestly, this is where a framework helps you bit by bit because I also use my framework via a timer. So it places equal importance on the time, the beginning and ending of being able to let go to equal importance to seeing what's Going really beyond the surface level to turning it into a gift, finding those hidden gems from
0: within. Let's keep that curiosity going. What benefits have you found with journaling? Like, what are people experiencing with the benefits of journaling?
1: So many different benefits. One of the main ones that jumped to mind is that when people use this process on a regular basis, and by regular, it could just be weekly. Or it could be more times a week as well. They become kinder towards themselves. So they've softened the way that they approach things or they even recover from mistakes or working through challenges. So there's that gentleness, the way they speak to themselves. For other people, it's been had a pivotal effect in their marriages because they've been working on themselves. So it's shifted their own dynamics in their relationships. I've got someone who's journaled with me for quite a while and her relationship with her dad has strengthened so much and all the changes in the family dynamics with her siblings. Her sisters for a long time, was, anytime they noticed something positive about her would say, it's the journaling, isn't it? <laughs> and she was just like, yes, it's because I reflect every single week. And I, She sees it as very, that calming, restorative, healing style practice. So it has all sorts of benefits because you're taking that stress constantly off your mind and you're able to do something with it. I even had someone email me just recently. I know I've only been journaling for a short amount of time, but I'm blown away by the discoveries I have had within myself in such a short amount of time. So there's just a lot of that.
0: This growth happens from all different directions. That's amazing because I was going to actually ask if there's any lovely client story to share with the benefits of journaling, but there's something that you did mention, finding the answers within. And that's something I mentioned in the intro. We often underestimate the power we have within to actually find the solutions. And it's finding the time to reflect, the power of reflection as well. And I see that a lot, especially in functional medicine, we use more of like a coaching approach where we empower our patients to find the solutions because they are leading the lives. They need to find ways to improve their sleep, change their diet it's not like how I can fix them. It's like, how can you fix yourself? So this is really amazing how the power of reflection helps you find answers, which only you can find as well.
1: Yeah, and then what's really powerful is the questions you ask yourself to find those answers. So you've got to give yourself That's where it becomes a guiding tool. And I see my journal writing framework as a mini self coaching or a mini therapy session that you give yourself. There is that essence there of all those elements of a typical coaching or a typical sort of therapy session, but you get to do it for yourself. It's open-ended, which means it meets you wherever you're at. It's not telling you what to write about. It's just guiding you
0: with ease from one step to another. That's amazing. And Was there any specific story that you can share from from your clients?
1: Well, it's actually a little bit tricky because a lot of them share, do you mean the things that they've been working
0: on themselves? And how they've been journaling and how they've benefited from it. I think you've mentioned a few of just better relationships, finding solutions
1: yeah, I mean, I can speak to it actually about how it's changed me as well. Just because often people tell you these little highlights of what they've got out of it, but because I don't know what they ever journal, it's still so sacred themselves. They've got. I can see lots of, or they'll describe lots of changes in their lives. But even for me, in doing journaling over and over again, I am so at ease with my varied emotions now. I'm not afraid of any of them, even if sometimes I've held on to it and by the end of the day journaled and went, oh, why didn't I let that go earlier? I've noticed that I'm not afraid of those really challenging ones like loneliness or shame or embarrassment or self-doubt when they come up to actually explore what they're about, to let them go and question them and then to do something different for that week or that day or however long it lasts until it pops back up again, if it does kind of thing. So there's this ease for me knowing that all of my emotions are always a bit of an indicator, unwanted or wanted. They're always trying to get my attention to just let me know what's going on, whether I'm in alignment with myself or not, whether I'm trying to push too hard towards something, whether I need to let go or or dive into my childhood and see where something has come from, what I've noticed, embracing all of that and just constantly learning from it. I'm lighter, like I'm just more flexible with life. I'm more at ease. So it sort of sparks that creativity and it reduces stress and anxiety. It does all these really wonderful things in nurturing your insight and understanding. But then it actually ripples into all areas of your life, your work, your relationships, how you
0: hold yourself kind of thing. Amazing, amazing. And you know, earlier on, I did mention, I actually recommend it. What would you say to patients who are suffering from anxiety or just going through a lot of stress. It doesn't have to be anxiety, but it's just that micro stresses, is the daily stresses. How can journaling benefit them? So much.
1: So, so much. There's actually some science around writing. So just to also know what writing can do for them, first of all, rather than just sort of me telling someone, just go do it. But actually, when you are writing, it's a left brain, right brain activity. So it engages both sides of your brain at the same time, which opens the door to your intuition and it fast tracks your ability to solve problems on an emotional level than just trying to think through it alone. So if you're struggling from stress and anxiety, you're so in your mind and probably repeating the same stories over and over again because it's the nature of our busy mind. So there's nothing wrong. It's just in these loops. So when you write it down, there's all sorts of wonderful things that happen that we don't even realize is happening. The other thing that happens is it lights up, writing does, it lights up part of your brain at the back that filters out a lot of information you're normally receiving. So it makes you more present to actually focus on what you need to deal with. And if you just want a really quick, very fast way to start journaling is give yourself time to get the stresses onto the paper because they're very valid and they need to be heard. So they need to get out before you try and problem solve it. And then that would be step one. Step two would just be like, what can I learn from this? What could I do differently? So just some sort of a forward moving question is enough to sort of get started. But if you were doing that, give yourself equal amounts of time. If you've only got 10 minutes to journal, five minutes on stressing it out, but then five minutes on problem solving to... Move yourself forward, or think about it differently. Even if the answers don't come straight away, my little light bulb might come to you when you're off going for a walk, or an hour later it might pop into your head. But you've you've activated that different solution
0: finding part of your brain. That's amazing, and it sort of gave me an idea. It's great for I get a lot of patients saying my mind is racing just before bed. I'm finding it hard to switch off. Would journaling help, or at least writing it down can help?
1: I think it helps. If you're journaling in a way where you're not just venting. So sometimes at the end of the first step of my process, people notice that they might not actually be feeling great because they've got it down. And if you're feeling very stressed or emotional about something, you get it down. Sometimes it can amplify or heighten that emotion because you're focused on it. So that actually makes Mm -hmm. sense. If you're angry and you're getting it down, but don't leave it there. So this is where a framework really takes the thinking out of what to do next, and then you get the chance to process it in a healthy way rather than just dumping it and leaving it.
0: That makes sense. So much sense.
1: So for some reason, I'm a great sleeper, but during COVID, man, did I have a lot of 3am, like could not sleep. I think it's just a collective worry and stress and everything that we were all dealing with. And I would go through my framework then. I would journal and I would notice the relief my body would feel by the end and I would fall back asleep. But I made sure I
0: went straight through to feeling reset and feeling most connected and back in my heart again. Amazing. Oh, Ingrid, you've really inspired me to actually start journaling and even try out your frameworks. i love to talk to you about that a bit later. But before we leave you and find out where we can find you, do you have any questions for me? Do you have a question for me? Well, I was about to ask you, do you journal? So interesting you say that. I've actually made it a daily practice to journal. And whether it's in the morning, whether it's in the evening, I just find time. And it's interesting because you create you talked about the science behind it and I really didn't think much about it I know for sure writing and I love having a beautiful pen and I love the flow of the ink and I love the whole process of it is so therapeutic it's quite cathartic rather than writing something on the computer and I wanted to really move away from it and over time I just found different strategies that I stumbled upon whether it's writing Daily Wins and Gratitude. And that was like a great place for me to start or just a brain dump of what, what I was thinking and then finding trying to find solutions. And it's so interesting that externalizing those thoughts are so great at the end of the day or beginning the day with the right intention. So I use it in two different ways, but I just love the whole process. And I always buy a really nice pen and I just love the whole the whole feeling it gives you. But now I'm so much more aware of the science behind it and what it's actually doing, which is amazing. And there's always room for improvement. So I'd love to find out more, Ingrid. So on that note, where can people find you? Well, I would love to share the process with
1: you. I think it'll be very exciting to walk you through it. People can find me at journalwithingrid.com. I'm on Instagram at journalwithingrid as well, but yeah, on my website, I actually do run some information sessions about journaling. People can learn my process via an, as an online course, which is my workshop broken down into bite-sized videos, and we'll have you journaling straight away, or through live workshops. As you mentioned in the beginning, I do run it for groups, organisations, individuals. I do the whole lot, and I never get tired of helping people to have these shifts and be so excited about what they've discovered from within in a short amount of time.
0: Amazing. And just to get an idea for our listeners, what's the commitment like? Is it like is it a short course or they can stay as long as they want?
1: Or the online course?
0: Or uh, the group work?
1: Oh, the group work. Okay. So that happens a couple of different ways. So say when I run a, a live workshop, it's 90 minutes and it's pretty much what you need for the online course as well. But after you've learned that, because I believe in the power of ongoing benefits, I do have a journal community. And this is this wonderful safe place where I facilitate live journal sessions for people who want to keep looking after their well-being as a regular practice with like-minded people. And I just want to say we never read our journal entries out <laughs> because I never want to read mine out. No, So it's very, very safe. It's And it's this place where you're guided step-by-step step every single week to self-reflect. And at the end, we do have these really insightful, fabulous discussions because we're all in such a beautiful place of wanting to share little snippets of discoveries. But again, no pressure. It's just if you feel called to do that. And so that happens on a weekly basis as well. And that journal community information is all on my website.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Ingrid. It's been so, so inspiring actually, and motivational to actually get started because you can actually see the benefits and it's something that you can do right now, to be honest.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking about it. I'm glad you're excited or inspired to keep journaling.
0: Excellent. Thank you. Remember that this is general advice only. Please see your healthcare professional for more information. So what's your take home message today? Remember it's all about progress and not perfection. And are you suffering from stress? Visit the Usawa Learning Hub on usawa.com.au for more resources on how to de-stress, re-energize and reclaim your health. Enjoy the journey.